Hello there, everyone, and welcome back to Eating Salads. It's Austin Crosby, as always, coming into you freshly watching my Red Baron pizza bake through the oven door. Uh, I also just had Bluebell, and I'm going to confirm the flavor. Hold on. Cookie two-step ice cream. Um, it's been an exciting culinary day. I also had a salad, of course. It was a Taco John's taco salad, um, which I now every time I eat a taco salad, I think this is Donald Trump's favorite thing. I, I always remember that Cinco de Mayo picture of him, uh, two thumbs up, taco salad uh, at his lap. Anyway, it was good. It's been kind of productive for a Sunday. Casey and I definitely went to Home Depot and we got a circular saw, a little handheld Ryobi circular saw. And the kind of funny thing I want to talk to you about today is the nature of different tools and brands and what kind of tool brands you'd ever get. I remember growing up, um, my dad had certain Bosch tools certain snap-on tools I was aware of, uh, other like really kind of specialty, specialty tools that, you know, like Craig and stuff. Um, but he never had Ryobi tools. I guarantee that. I think that they're relatively new. He never really had uh, DeWalt tools that I can remember. Anyway, there are all these different brands. And I remember, it's all about remember, remember, remember. I sound like that college radio station. Um, there are these dynamics. Certain brands are known for being much more expensive, durable, well-built, and uh, specific tools have better brands that you can buy in that tool set. Other brands specialize in making all sorts of tools. So you share, for example, a battery platform and uh, you would get all Milwaukee because Milwaukee has, you know, the best batteries or something nowadays. Um, I, do, I will say that I remember at one point Milwaukee kind of coming on the scene and my dad started buying more Milwaukee stuff. And now you see a lot of that. Uh, with all this construction stuff on the house, every once in a while I find myself needing a new tool and Casey and I go get a tool and then we don't really need it for a lot because we're not professional craftspeople, um, and we already have some Ryobi batteries, so we've built up this little Ryobi collection. And their reputation is, they're kind of cheesy. They're for uh, homeowners, non-enthusiasts, uh, or very budget-oriented people. That's fine. That dust blower that I got, uh, that thing is fantastic. That, that's a $40, $50 tool, but it's, it's fantastic. That's not something you need to spend a ton of money on. Today, we also used that little car tire pump that Ryobi makes that's also battery-powered. That thing was, I think, 20 something dollars Casey bought it, and she always has low tire pressure issues, especially when it gets cold. This thing not only pumps up the tires better than any other possible way you could ever need to pump up tires i mean let's just put it in perspective usually you'd have to go to a gas station that offers and you'd have to pay uh or find one luckily enough that is free well this tool granted costs much more than free 
but you could leave it in your car or you could leave it in your garage which i would say that's what we do i think leaving car related stuff in the garage is perfect especially with an electric vehicle that you just bring back to the garage um this thing also ha it has a digital pr tire pressure gauge on it so as you pump it up it gives you half half psi increments of change and uh, you just squeeze the little trigger and it pumps it up just as fast as any of the big compressors at gas stations, um, which you would have to fuddle around with a long hose that might be ripped. You'd have to wait in a line. This thing's completely revolutionized the entire way we think about putting air in tires around uh, this house, at least. And then today we got their circular saw because we had to cut up a little bit of subfloor and uh, reroute some wires from the floor to a different part of the wall that's nearby. And that's the sort of thing that you could pay someone to come and cut up your subfloor um, if you don't have the saws. Or you could easily look up how to cut a hole in subfloor and carefully use a saw to do it. And that was, a, that was what we did. We went and got a Ryobi battery-powered circular saw and uh, a nicer blade for it. Unbeknownst to me, it comes with a blade, but it's definitely a cheesy cutting 2 by 4s kind of blade. And who knows, in the future, that's a, a good thing. I think there is actually a circular saw around here. It was uh, in the garage when we moved in, but it was very, very janky. Not safe at all. A novelty item um, that should be kept deep hidden away. This one you would actually use, and because we got a really fine tooth saw for like nice plywoods, which we happen to have a lot of, uh, we could use it for cutting trim, especially if we do straight end and not 45-degree cut uh, trim. That would be pretty handy. And then in the future, who knows, any kind of DIY progress uh, project rather that you need to do in the backyard where there's not plugs all over the place. This circular saw is kind of like... Uh, it's a decent, well-around well-rounded saw <laughs> of course because it's circular but i mean it's not too specialized you know you just you can plop it down you can push it around it can cut through sheets and cut through boards and uh, our subfloor project went went pretty successfully i think i also need a spade bit because um, i need to go through a two by four with a hole and i only have normal normal drill bits so i need to get a spade bit for that which is a uh, one of those drill bits that looks kind of like a shovel with horns that's what we need to use. They can drill slightly wider holes than a regular drill. Oh, I need to check my pizza because I put it in without setting a timer. Uh, and then I got distracted telling you guys about our adventurous little day. It's coming along well. I think it needs a little bit more time. Two more minutes. Um, yeah, I mean, this hole looks pretty nice. It's just this complicated nonsense. Why, why anyone thought it was appropriate to run a cable from ceiling to floor in this little this little thing. I mean, it's, it's pretty ridiculous. That being said, cutting open this subfloor, I got to see an interesting angle of the cantilever that we recently insulated. Um, and I get to really appreciate just how uninsulated it was and how ridiculous it was to have that large of a piece of the house just totally exposed to the elements. Um, Again, just makes me really happy to see how much we've been able to insulate. And then in places where we haven't opened up the wall, I'm fairly certain that it is insulated knowing what I know now. 
or it is insulated. Yeah. Regular walls are insulated. Anything that's even a little bit irregular was not insulated. So every cantilever was uninsulated. The fireplace was uninsulated um, and so forth. You know, the drop down ceiling was uninsulated. It's been a busy little DIY day. Little, little DIY day. And of course, we've been eating and celebrating. Um, and we kind of stayed in bed a little bit later, but you know how it goes. When you get a little bit stuff done, oh, we also moved, a ca- we took a cabinet out next to our stove. We demoed it, or rather just took it off the wall and moved it into the garage, which uh, that's all working out nicely now, having the kitchen cabinets in the garage. They're looking good. We still have the section between our stove and sink. Uh, and we'll keep that for at least the next couple days, as far as I can tell. But we're getting close there. And um, I think tomorrow what we're going to end up doing is getting rid of our dishwasher, which I just found out, by the way, doesn't do hardly anything. Um, God, I hate that. It's so gross in hindsight. And I've known that before we moved here. I always thought the dishwasher was like kind of gross and old almond, water-stained, you know, it's nasty and then as we tore around the cabinets and demoed around it and found little little chocolate sprinkles under there if you know what i mean you're just like yeah this thing's gross (laughs) this thing's so nasty and then our coffee cups our mugs uh, tend to be discolorized um and like stained and i and usually don't think anything of it because i'm realistic coffee cups could be stained right but then in preparation for tearing out the dishwasher tomorrow, uh, I went and hand washed a couple of mugs and they immediately looked brand new from just being lightly soaped. So I'm so excited for a new dishwasher. Hopefully they get shipped to the US sooner than later and we don't have to wait uh, a long time before ours is ready to be delivered. Guys, I'm gonna pull this pizza out of the oven and um, then I got to get to eating. So I'm going to wish you a happy, festive night. Stay bright. And uh, what was the... I did have a thing. Stay delicious. Remember I said that a couple times, I think? Stay delicious. Anyway, come again tomorrow.